0: you gotta spasm this beat bro but how J- just do it man i don't even know what to say just go off the top what yeah just just go off the top man you got it yeah, i, I kind of like that yeah i'll even do the ad-libs for you oh for real yeah all right then let's get it it's lit know what to say yo i'ma just go off the top okay i need no what to say okay i'ma just go off the top hey i need no what to say Ash, get it. i'ma go off the top okay i need no i need no i need no i need hello out. and welcome back everybody to the ott podcast and as always everything is off the top i am your co-host auk and joining me is my good friend namai kumar namai we're having a great day today it's a beautiful monday afternoon both in illinois and california the weather is gr- great super nice outside today and we're feeling it we're feeling the love and there was a lot of new music this week so with all yeah. this let me ask you this question how does that make you feel as you're sitting in the therapist chair lane yeah the-
1: <laughs> yeah dude my chair reclined back all the way today <laughs> <laughs> i'm chilling but um i, I like the, the this week was really eclectic group of artists that released i feel like we got we got the lyrical stuff we got uh you know your favorite the coke rap we got the trap with uzi and future we got the alternative with with
0: dominic fike we definitely have like a a very interesting slate of music this week like a a very like we got we we got a little bit of everything this week um and speaking of my favorite coke rap and your favorite rapper in, in the coke rap game benny the butcher Black Soprano Family released this this past weekend. Includes a d- couple different collectives of rappers and producers, but Benny is the main star of the show on this. It's an eight-track LP. The Hosted by game. DJ True. Drama. True. Hosted by I DJ Drama. Respect respects to you. Honestly, DJ Drama is probably one of the most respected DJs in the game just because he's been on multiple Double XL uh, Freshman Cyphers and he did make those beats for those. Disciples. Dude, he, I so, mean, I respect him. That's, like, so that's like the tip of the iceberg when it comes literally to Literally with DJ him, like drama. there's so much more.
1: I mean, he hosted so many Lil Wayne mixtapes. Um, like all, all, I think all of the dedications are under DJ drama. Um, You're right. I, I really just, I mean, if he's curating it, nine times out of 10, it's going to be good, uh, barring the oozy beef. But yeah when, of, to, yeah, when it comes to this, um, when it comes to this project, uh, I wasn't really sure what exactly to expect. Um, still kind of newer to the Griselda uh, line of rappers. But Zelda. I thought it was really cool uh, how he used this opportunity to kind of uh, showcase his collective of, like, rappers underneath his um, his name. And uh, the the whole track was full with, filled with great, great songs. And- yeah.
0: It's definitely like a very punchy LP. Uh, it's only eight yeah. tracks. So it's not this it's not the longest project we've seen from any of the like, Griselda, the Griselda gang that we have here. Obviously, their albums run a little bit long uh, and sometimes they are a little bit short. Westsides are usually anywhere in between 15 to 20 songs. Conway's albums kind of run in between 10 and 16, 17, but Benny put on an eight-track one. And I think this works to his advantage, just because not a lot of people know who Benny is yet. I mean, he just got inducted into Griselda what a couple days ago. I think we posted it on our Instagram. Oh, that was, that was Boldy. That was
1: Boldy. Yeah,
0: Boldy, Boldy. Sorry, not not Benny. Um, so relatively still new to the game, Griselda obviously bringing in more rappers into their collective as time goes on. Um, but Benny is one of the premier rappers. He's actually one of the brothers of Westside and, and Conway. He's he's a part of the main group actually. And when you go through this it's the same vibe that I get when I listen to Conway. And I think Conway is such a great lyricist in the way he's able to bend and mesh uh, those different types of lyrical references in there. And Benny does it the same exact way. I mean, they both are from the same area. They're both from Buffalo, New York, and they're just rapping about the streets. And it's, it's a realness that kind of scathes me in a way where it's almost hard not like it just because it's so listenable and it's so real and it's just you know benny's not gonna say any bs on any of these tracks uh my my favorite grams in the water i think that's probably my highlight track from this obviously it's over released as a single uh previously uh to this album um but with these types of songs in here in my do you think coke rap is going in a direction where it's going to be bigger than it is right now barring how benny just put this out conway's album still on the way west side just announced his third album of 2020 last week do you think it's going to be going in that sort of forward direction or do you think it's just going to kind of stay in the same state as it is right now i think that my point of view is that co- coke rap uh specifically
1: griselda uh have a lot of growing to do i mean in terms of like popularity Uh, I think musically, they're already, like, super mature. They've all been in the game for a really long time, and I think that this is just their mainstream break. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, yeah, just the sounds that I'm getting from this and all, like, it's just, this was a very different. I feel like I was getting very used to the West Side Gun style, uh, Pray for Paris and whatnot, of uh, instrumentals and and even, like, the the flows. Mm -hmm. West Side Gun, almost to me... It, this, is a weird, <laughs> this is a weird comparison to make. But I feel like I know you have like a, a really lyrical Blueface. Like, <laughs> 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 like, if Blueface was like a real gangster. If,
0: if Blueface could actually rap, maybe he'd sound yeah, like what's But like I tone. think that. You have to pitch his voice up, like yeah. maybe seven semitones or something. <laughs> exactly.
1: But yeah, I think that the. Um, the, what really strikes me with with Benny is is the cockiness in his rap. I, I really like that he he sounds like the kind of guy who doesn't take any shit. And exactly. I mean, I, I think that he he rightfully so. I mean, he's literally the the leader of the mafia on this album, and uh, I think he portrays himself in a in a great way, like almost like Scarface fashion.
0: Yeah, I mean, the album cover itself literally has Gangsta Grill Syndicate, and he's he's circled like it's all mugshots on the cover, and I think it's him. Yeah. Uh, his, I, I don't, I don't know if it's part of his like posse. Uh, I think Luciano, they're all like Lobo, I Luciano, think, Joe. I Z, think he, he has like his
1: own little record label. Yeah, he's
0: got his own crew, and they're all on there. But Benny's circled, and yeah, in in the red, in the red uh, marker, if you will. So he's so, obviously you know, targeted. It's the main target. The mob, the mob boss, the boss, if you will. the boss, and <laughs> he is the boss on this. And Benny does it in a way where it's it's not too much. Like You know how when like rappers try to over-exaggerate things and they try to make exactly, it seem yeah. like it's the real thing? With Benny, you know it's like this actually happened to him. And I appreciate yeah. that just because the entire Griselda Collective has like this very different aura around them right now just because there's nothing else being put out like that besides what they're doing. And the fact that they have all these different types of rappers on the record label and they're able to push out in many different forms. And even we heard this on Westside Guns album, like Armani Caesar is one of those rappers we just found out was a part of Griselda and she bodied that verse on Lil Cease uh, on Westside's album. There's just so much depth to what Griselda can do. And I think with, between Benny Conway and Westside, they're the leaders of this and it's only going to grow stronger in my opinion. Um, But judging from specifically just this tape, I'm excited to hear what else Benny's going to put out in the future just because all these tracks are able to be like, you know how artists are able to interweave all the moods that you get on specific sounds and albums, right? Yeah. I feel like all of this was just one big mood in a sort of way. No, hundred percent. I
1: think that when, when it comes to coke rap, uh, it's a tendency for it to just feel like it's always going to be lo-fi, like type beats, you know what I mean? Like, And like, don't get me wrong, I love Alchemist, but like he does make a pretty specific style of beat uh, Mm. when it comes to these artists uh, and like Freddie Gibbs and such, like it usually ends up being more like jazzy beats. I was really interested to hear. Very uh, musical, very musical beats. Yeah, but more this was more of like a like trap style beats I heard Mm -hmm. on on this uh, album, which I thought was awesome to hear Benny uh, spit over something different for a change.
0: It's like uh, Don Corleone using Logic Pro X on this.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like
0: if he knew how to use percent. I, I bet you, I bet you this is the music he'd make. Um, but yeah, yeah, Benny's album, The Black Soprano Family, this album is a must listen for us this week. This has been in my rotation for, I guess, I mean, for over the entire course of the weekend. And there's, like like we said to start this off, there's so much music for us to go for, so we're trying to get through all of it this this time around. But I think one of the more main storylines to come for this weekend is Uzi and Future's Link Up on both of these singles, Paddock and Over Your Head. There's a lot of, I guess, different mixed feelings about both of these songs, so I'm going to ask you first, Amaya, which one did you like better? Because I feel like you either like one or the other.
1: Yeah, I think that for me, um, the the track that i liked better was uh patek paddock i don't know how patek. to say it
0: paddock like a, i think it's like patek watch. patek yeah. I, I think, think
1: that's it's... how you say the brand patek philippe but rappers say wait really
0: yeah i'm like 90 wow. percent sure i hope so. they all just be mispronouncing everyone just be mispronouncing the word patek yeah just make that but... make that a th- like paddock no patek uh, what about, like, high-tech, tech Futures, kind of future Futures said,
1: said it right. He said it right yeah. before. Yeah. Kotec Philippe, you're playing
0: with... That's too much sauce. Ironically, <laughs> too, yeah. on a different On a on different, a different Uzi, song about a, a paddock Uzi. with Uzi in it. How many times are Future and Uzi going to rap about paddocks for people not to get tired of it?
1: I don't know. Because wasn't there also a song on Super Slimy called Paddock something?
0: I'm not sure on Super Slimy. I'd have to check back. But I know Uzi had the paddock on my wrist. New paddock, uh, yeah. new paddock so many I paddock verses i guess
1: i gotta see what these watches look like man i gotta maybe get me one because <laughs> clearly they're <laughs> certified
0: <laughs> they're certified bonafide superstar-esque type wrist wear i actually yeah, do have a shirt wa- yeah patek water paddock water paddock water set how, like, how i wish we had like a publicist or something to be like hey can you tell us how to pronounce this like can you just make yeah, sure that a translator like, can we, can we have someone in our ear like hey can you like tell us how to say this right so we don't embarrass ourselves yeah exactly great i I guess for me on both of these songs pluto and baby pluto that's like one of the big taglines they have on even the cover i love it i love that they're
1: using the the branding finally right
0: they're finally i was waiting for it
1: you know i was surprised that future never said anything about it when he was on what's up uh but then uh they're, they're definitely addressing it now and i i don't know it seems kind of weird to me that like when uzi was younger you know he said that when he turned 25 he was gonna take the "lil" out of his name you remember that <laughs> i was think on, so was on an
0: ebro interview and oh, yeah i do um, remember that interview actually i used to watch ebro all the time actually i think it's interesting
1: that. now that he's like reverting to like he's being like being Pluto. the baby and i i don't know if that's like in reference to future or if it's supposed to be separate but regardless i'm looking forward to like i think they're gonna drop a collaboration mixtape in the near future
0: yeah that that's been the word around town i feel like um i feel like fans were kind of misled this week just because everyone thought they were getting a mixtape here comes the mixtape and it's two singles and you know very they very well could be on that collab mixtape that everyone's hoping for nothing's confirmed as of right now um i know i've seen on social media that everyone was dropping their new music dropping this week Mm -hmm. graphics right and uzi and future were all mixtape tba and then friday during the day they ended up dropping these two songs and i was like oh okay i guess it's just two singles um but yeah if i had to choose uh one of these uh two singles from baby pluto and pluto it's paddock for me i think over your head is sort of whiny and just it, it, it's you could replicate that any other time and also the mix is the best yeah i i feel like any future at uzi has i guess that longevity Of a song because i feel like you'll always come back to those type of artists just because they're so prominent in the game um but i know i'm I'm, I'm, I'm taking paddock just for me just because i know over your head is is hard yeah the beat's hard hard. uzi sounds really great on this i just you could really put the song side by side and just know which one is better mixed and which one has better vocal you know harmonies and which one has you know a better i guess all overall voice and sound of it all and paddock is the one for me i just feel like the vibe of it's cool and also future's verse on it the trade-off is sick i I think the trade-off between both future and uzi is so strong in the same way of where they both play off their strengths and then over your head we listen to maybe a minute of minute and a half of uzi and then future comes in and gives you know sort of a lackluster verse I, i i do feel like future did have the better verse of the two just because future's run in 2020 has been immaculate it yeah, song's to so least. toxic
1: dude yeah <laughs> he's just like <laughs> toxic masculinity to the maximum and It's not even it the we didn't even just get the two future verses this week we also got him on the shoreline mafia album true what what,
0: what is that song called that he's on i'm pretty what uh pull up pull up no it's not wait yes it is you're right Poe the, Poe the drop pull the drop yeah Pose the drop I'd uh, honestly Poe when drop. it
1: comes to the the shoreline mafia album i think uh I mentioned to you that I actually ran into them in L.A. one time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Crazy. Yeah. actually one of my old. Uh, yeah. So I was at a no jumper event in uh, shout uh, out Adam. L.A. Yeah. Shout out Adam 22. Uh, but <laughs> it was a it was a can drive uh, like for feeding the homeless. Oh, and I uh, ended up seeing um, seeing 24 hours there. Uh, Twenty-four hours. Uh And Shoreline <laughs> Mafia shows up, and then uh, after I left, Lil Zan showed up, but not that I particularly want to see him. But uh, yeah, I um, mean, you, you could have if you wanted to. <laughs> Shoreline Mafia, I think. Uh, I think they've kind of realized that their sound was starting to get a little stale. Mm-hmm. I was getting a little bit bored of their music prior to this. Uh, kind of just hearing their style of rapping on standard trap beats but their switch up of sound on this was like absolutely immaculate the the way that they kind of re they readapted the old school style of um like the the instrumentals i mean yeah, they like sampled, that, they sampled that
0: west coast type
1: vibe and the they old got the 90s this sample. is how we do, we do it that's yeah that's is crazy the back that ass up sample crazy yeah Gangs, i'm sure there's I mean, other ones that i'm yeah. like missing right now but
0: there's so many great 90s hip-hop samples on this keep in mind shoreline mafia mafia business the album uh 21 tracks long lots of features on this O3 greedo future duke deuce wiz khalifa kodak yadi there's so many different one types of voices j. one take j actually knew um there's so many different voices on this and it creates like a very like unique sound and like you said the sampling of the 90s hip-hop like how we do it in Wiz Khalifa that that flip of the sample and Wiz's voice really did something for me there I was like oh my god this is this is it this is the jam the rest of the week like I'm gonna be bumping this in my car for the next couple weeks or so it's, it's a keeper for sure And with Shoreline, like you said, I I felt like the same way. I felt like they were trying to, they were being a little bit more redundant in the game where everyone does the same sort of method and the same sort of formula, the trap beat over the hard rap and you see where it takes you. But now I feel like they really come out of their shell. This is a full track LP and it's nice to know that they're able to create other songs that don't sound like the rest. And this is a very unique style and that West Coast type vibe, you said they're from LA. I I feel like they're really feeding into that right now. And it's crazy to me that, i'm like this is my first shoreline mafia album that i've listened to i've uh, i haven't delved in the shoreline before listening to this album and upon my findings and trying to listen to as much as i can uh, before we even record it it's it's a very unique thing and i hope they continue to hone this and grow it and and nurture it into something greater because this is this is a seven and a half eight in my book to be honest because gangsters and Sippa's that remix that that's the song that hit for me and i was like this is this is the album that shoreline is going to get their i I guess next step for
1: i think that what i'd be looking for in the next step of shoreline mafia would be kind of expanding their uh lyrical content but honestly like when it comes to shoreline mafia that's not what i'm going there for so yeah you're going uh, there for the vibe you're going there for i really like this album i think that um the way that they decide they, they realize that, okay, our sound can be adapted to this um, this older style and we can bring the new, the new school into it. Uh, Just absolutely amazing. And uh, nothing but respect for, for reinterpolating, like all of these like old songs Um, couldn't have asked for anything more from them. So,
0: and they, like you said, they did it in a great way. And I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, Um, that they're able to continue this type of sound because this caught my ear on a first listen. And me being not a Shoreline Mafia fan, me being um, very remiss and uh, very unknowledgeable in what they've done musically over the past few years, going into this album with a lot of features is very helpful uh, for the first-time listener like myself. Uh, So seeing Kodak, seeing Duke, seeing Future Wiz, those are the songs that I'm going to start with and work my way through. And with those songs, gatewayed me into the rest of the album. And to be honest, this is this is a tape that I feel like Shoreline can not only build a secure and I guess not secure but an evolution foundation, if you will, like that next yeah, layer. Exactly. They I, I think I, this I think is they've hit their they've hit their spot, I think. This found is, they found really their sound, I feel
1: mm-hmm. it's unfortunate though, uh if you Phoenix Flexin uh just uh exited the group. So yeah, now the sad. group consists of OGZ, Master Kato, and I
0: forget the last dude's name, but
1: uh, <laughs> I, I know there's four. But if
0: now, if he's gone, now Greedo. I this. think actually, I'm taking oh, Greedo is my favorite. Uh, sorry,
1: R- Rob. Sorry. uh, Rob. What's his shit? His name is uh, Rob Vicious. Rob, Rob Vicious. Rob okay. Vicious. Yeah, I yeah, see. I'm um, still
0: learning. I'm still learning the names.
1: Um, I, I can barely tell their voices apart. So uh, it's <laughs> doesn't uh, other than OJZ and Phoenix have pretty prominent voices, but other than
0: that, yeah. Like, and can, then literally sometimes it sounds like the baby before the baby popped off on some of these songs. I just kind of yeah. noticed, and I, I love too- them. I mean, I I enjoy it too, just because the octave in his voice makes him not sound like the baby. So like when you have that different layering in your vocal pattern or in your patch or whatever in your working, whether it's FL Studio or Logic, it kind of gives you a little bit of extra sauce in there, which I really appreciate from Shoreline to try to try and you know experiment with that and have it work out. My favorite feature on this is Wiz. I think he bodied that on the on the How We Do It flip. That was yeah. that's that's probably my favorite track from this. What about you? I think that the
1: feature I'm taking
0: is probably One
1: Take J. I really like that song. Oh, I think that, that that's a
0: surprise.
1: That verse was really cool. I I, I want that's a good song. It's a little though. bit more out, out of left field. I really I think that all the features on this were, were well placed, though. I don't think that there's anyone who felt out of place. And I think that that's one of the things that Shoreline kind of has going for them is that you already know that there's going to be at least two to three people on each track um, for the most part, other than like right. solo GZ tracks um so they can like pretty uh fluidly like enter add in other
0: people uh who will make it just the song add a lot of depth exactly i mean like you can even go as far as like like back to the features for example there's there's so many different voices like i sat on here and this is the first feature i've heard kodak on in a minute so i'm happy to hear you know kodak he was really good on that song it was yeah. a little bit
1: more of a, a slow jam too uh, Yeah. from the that was that a real style yeah. switch up for yeah them, for, for real. sure
0: it sounded like uh i said t grizzly could body that beat and i think he really could even though t grizzly yeah. said 7k first week from the smartest or no 14k sorry damn t grizzly man we talked about him in the in a previous podcast before, so if you guys want to go listen to that, please be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at OffXDXTop, and please be sure to listen to us on Spotify and SoundCloud at Off the Top Podcast. As always, we appreciate the OTT gang. You know who else is out of left field? Am I? The alternative hip hop. It's Dom you know what i've been waiting <laughs> slowly thunder there my bad <laughs> no it's okay the, the switch up the switch up of the segue that we've had in the past few episodes has been so good just because we're reading minds now i feel like we've mastered yeah. the reading minds i, I think just, we've
1: like, we've transcended friendship and now we're the same person
0: we've morphed into one single human mind that's like some future that's <laughs> Dude, like some the, future stuff we did the oh the uh, fusion, the, like, fusion. Goten, yeah exactly go tanks baby Oh my God, the go tanks of hip hop, hip hop media. Um, what could possibly go wrong? Dominic Fike. I've been waiting for this album for a minute. Um, Dominic's, he's probably one of the most versatile artists out there right now. He, There's nobody making music like this guy and, you know, coming up with Brockhampton and, you know, collaborating with Kevin abstract over the course of the last few years, him being in prison for a majority of 2017, writing his entire uh, debut mixtape, uh, all of his demos from prison his story is probably one of the most intriguing i guess gateways to fame for an artist that i've learned in a long time yeah and with this album there's a lot to unpack here just because this album's three years in the making um there's base there's 14 songs on this and it's a you know how we are 14 to 15 songs is a perfect album yeah so that's uh that's let's start let's start let's start there let's start there but With Dom, he's able to incorporate so many different genres in his music and all incorporated so well. It's almost hard not to love it. And, you know, this has quickly become... And keep in mind, like, I've been a Dominic fan since, you know, he dropped his first demo tape with, yeah Three Nights and pretty much West Side. Uh, Phone numbers. Yeah, phone numbers with Kenny Beats, actually. He has a Kenny Beats collaboration on this album called Florida as well. Yeah. Um, This artist... And his art that he's able to create is something more so, um, I would say, higher and more above the rest of what we've heard so far. This has quickly become one of my favorite albums of the year, just over a weekend. I can't find myself to listen to anything as much as what could possibly go wrong right now. Because I think as far as the entirety of the project, the lyrics really speak for themselves. It's very relatable and it's very ground level and not too basic to understand, but very layered in how he sings it. Yeah, and he's rapping on this. He's singing. He's he's incorporating a lot of different types of melodies from different types of genres. Um, there's definitely a lot of hip hop and pop influence in this. Lots of rap rock in this. Uh, regular rock in this as well. R and B. He's kind of like a Swiss Army knife to music right now. And I feel like yeah. there's no one else out him. He's he's so unique. And when I say unique, this is fully unique. Like you can't replicate someone like Dominic Fike at this moment in time. In my opinion, yeah. of course.
1: No, I think that um when it comes to Dominic Fike uh being considered a rapper is like very loose terminology, right? I think that the Yeah, he uh, the can rap. he he's the, able to yeah, rap. he's a guy who can rap. <laughs> but uh I think that uh the term of the rapper is just being it's been stretched out and like very it's become a very generic term and I, right. I i have no issue with that because we it results in the popularization of artists like dominic mm. um i think that he definitely falls under a very like indie alternative side yep. of yeah of pop and i think that he definitely uses that style to his advantage and the even the fact that we're talking about the producers he's working with right uh yeah. i'm not really that familiar with anyone that he's worked with other than kenny but when you look at kenny beats uh his from the beginning of his career he's been working with people like schoolboy q danny brown and then he's also worked with like soundcloud rappers like ski and uh 10k and then he's able to do a whole album with the idols and then He's coming on now to do uh, these different alternative songs with Dominic, and it really shows you uh, that Dom is looking for people who have a similar level of versatility as him, and uh, I think that it really works to his advantage. He's got a great singing voice, and he can rap his ass off. Yeah, uh, for real. The, it's, the, the song, song is,
0: structure even
1: is like He's is able amazing. to
0: do... He's very, like, you can tell. You can really tell that he put so much time and effort into this. And when people say, oh, it's just another alternative hip-hop album, or, oh, I don't really know who Dominic Fike is, this is a body of work. Like, this is art in its purest form, to me. Um, Every song speaks on a different level, and it moves like a wave. So if you start from the top, Come Here is, like, that hard-hitting intro, that big guitar. He actually posted a video teasing that song a couple days before the album dropped. He jumped out of an airplane for the first time. And he's yeah, that terrified. was a cool video yeah. to see
1: and, him like really face his fears and then right? simultaneously drop his like debut album. Uh, yeah, and um, I think that that is an interesting parallel. Like he feels like he's putting himself out there by skydiving on camera, and in the same vein of things, he feels like he's putting himself out there
0: by releasing his first perf- like commercial body of work. Right. And, you know, Don't Forget About Me Demos, that definitely put him on the map. I think Three Nights charted at number one in, in the UK and Australia at some point in 2018. Um, and throughout 2019, he released, I think, four singles. Phone Numbers with Kenny was one of them. Asaibo was another hip hop joint that he put out. He's able to make whatever music he wants to when he wants to. And so for it to collectively be all together in this debut album, what could possibly go wrong? It works to his advantage it really showcases the type of artist that he is um from songs like politics and violence you have the hip-hop joint on the second b side of that song and you have songs like vampire and cancel me and why and it's it's that indie rap rocker you have pop influences in there in florida the dark r b rap type sound that you get there's so much here that i feel like people really need to appreciate what Dominic is doing for music. And I think it's just starting. And yeah. I feel like people also put him into that like sort of post-malone, Billy Eilish spectrum, just because he starts off using those hip hop notes and able to branch out. Because you know, post Malone did it. Um he had White Iverson that started off as a hip-hop joint and he kind of branched his career into pop. Uh Billy Eilish the same way she was noted as a hip hop, she was noted as for her genre in hip hop to start out, and then she eventually braced pop and completely blew up that way i feel like dominic's ascension is much slower just because he was in prison for a little bit of time Um, and i do think that i think that that.
1: also there's a stark difference in the in the lyrical and melodic capability between him And, and, and post and billy and absolutely i think like just all the different stories and videos i see about dominic are all like like from Brockhampton uh praising him to the interview that you showed me where he's talking about how like he's in jail he had no music so he just used mm-hmm. the the sounds that were around him to to create create uh, music. music which is unbelievable that's exactly. that's like, pure, and like
0: that's pure talent
1: <laughs> yeah and you have to like be resourceful like that especially when you're in those conditions but regardless mm-hmm. like the fact that he was able to be that resourceful with that few of tools uh, shows that once you give him a full uh, arsenal of of producers and uh, a team that is going to help him create the the true body of work uh, that he can that he has the potential to make, uh, yeah. this is the result that you get is uh, yeah. an absolute masterpiece of an album
0: and like i said this is completely going off that point too it's it's definitely one of my favorite albums to drop this year there's just so much different things you can get from this album a lot of different feelings there's a lot he talks about in this he talks a lot about mental health too and kind of how he feels in his own personal psyche um double negative actually and 10 times stronger both those pick me up type songs to keep people going keep listeners going or if they're down kind of get 10 times stronger if you will the title of song four on this um like i said the Swiss army knife of alternative hip hop music is here. And I hope he stays around for a very long time because Dominic Fike is probably one of the most undermined talented treasures, uh, the genre has right now. And I only wish the best for him just because he's, he's doing his thing. And on this it's, it's almost perfect. In my opinion, for a debut album, it's, it's everything you could possibly do for the type of artist that Dominic is. I think he's done everything in his power to make it as good as it is.
1: I want to see more collaborations from him. I think yeah, that would he, be my only note. I, I was uh, hoping to see like a feature or two on this album. Not yeah. that it was necessary because like, like you said, he's like a Swiss army knife. He can do anything. Yeah. But, it's like how um, Dominic seen, features Dominic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've seen uh, videos of him in the in the cave with Kenny and like other people like Denzel Curry, slow tie. Um, and I'm hoping to see some of those uh, evolve into collaborations Right. Uh, especially through kenny because I, I honestly yeah. i say it on this podcast all the time kenny is go. collaborates with everyone who is Northern good the moon. <laughs> he doesn't if, care. if they're I mean, good they've probably yeah. done something with them <laughs>
0: that's that's why kenny's good at what he does just because he's able to cater to so many different sounds like i didn't yeah. even think he was going to be on a dominic fight record and little little did i know they've been working together for you know over a year and a half now and they have the video together too the phone, phone number that's video. right that's with
1: halsey
0: I think, in it too <laughs> yeah he has a song with halsey too manic he's featured on that yeah. i think one of his very few features is with halsey so i feel like if dom is gonna somehow assert himself as a feature he actually did say in an apple music interview that he has a couple of songs with slow tie i think i'm, I'm pretty sure are i would like to this? hear it you about i would this? like
1: to hear it i love slow oh. tie i don't know if you how familiar you are with slow tie
0: Familiar enough to talk about him, but not super, super familiar. Did you listen to uh his uh album bits and pieces? Yes, I actually like stumbled across Slow Tie on Twitter and it was a tick tock of him like showing off his car and he was just saying some funny stuff. But I love the Dang, fact TikTok, that he's like, a, so that must have been recent. Whoa, I'm just saying, but I really enjoyed no, yeah. this last two. Like, what didn't he release like a two pack like called My My Something My High? I'm pretty sure I listened to that. And no no yeah, wait, I think the last song he had was My High, but also I wasn't there like a visual, wasn't there like a music? Video he dropped a
1: visualizer that was produced. I'm pretty sure the song was also produced by Kenny.
0: Gotcha. Um but I do a, like the the track with Skepta on his album and glorious yeah, bastards. Yeah, I think that's probably my favorite one off that. Yeah. I know a little about Slow time. Yeah, not, slow not times dope.
1: I think that yeah, like I always been a pretty big fan of
0: British rappers. Like a lot of people say they don't like it though. I I love the UK drill is so cool. That's probably why Drake bites it constantly men's he no probably hope. thinks it's men's not. Um, who's your favorite UK artist?
1: As of right, I mean, I really like like one of my hands down favorite like UK albums is Konichiwa by uh Skepta. I love um, Captain, dude. I don't know, dude. SL is really good. He just dropped a song with uh Kenny called Little Bird. Um who else? Are you a fan of uh gigs by any chance? Oh yeah, dude, of course. I love gigs. Um Stormzy. I about uh,
0: love Stormzy. Stormzy's absolutely one of the UK rapper goats um he's definitely made a name for himself especially in canada weirdly enough i heard that he was making a lot of sales in canada i can't remember where yeah i, I mean it, but... he
1: was on the ed sheeran album too which is crazy
0: oh yeah that's right i forgot he was oh my god when's the last time anyone's talked about ed sheeran i haven't Probably heard that a name lot a dude, ed sheeran ed sheeran is pretty huge but like about his music though too yeah i don't know um, i don't know has he even been in circulation but you know ed sheeran you keep doing your thing um to kind of end us off in this dom fike album um, this is something that I feel like is going to be one of those replayable albums that you could always go back to uh, for any sort of sound, for any type of mood he kind of caters to. If you're feeling up, you play some vampire, you're feeling chill, you're playing Florida or Whirly or Joe Blazey. Um, chicken Tenders lo- Chicken Tenders is another I pop love that joint. Song. That's <laughs> a great song. And the next song underneath it is called What's for Dinner, which I think is a cool uh, They should have switched those. What's for dinner? What's for chicken dinner, dinner? Chicken Tenders. What's for Dinner? Know. Chicken Dinner? winner winner chicken dinner speaking of
1: albums that age well today is the two-year anniversary of swimming and astroworld 2018 mac miller and travis scott sales battle of 2018 which i mean yg was also yg was also involved in that but like let's be honest YG Everyone's choosing between travis and, and, and I'm
0: playing.
1: let's get <laughs> let's get no this YG out of the way. Slander, no
0: yg slander no yg slander but i want to get this out of the way yg always secures a bag even if it's the littlest bag in, in yeah. a huge weekend like that just because he knows he knows where he is he knows where he stands in the game and yeah. i i commend him for that just because he's a baller in that sort of sense but today is a a, a good day of remembrance uh, for both Mac and Travis, Travis obviously had teased Astro World a year before its release. Actually, probably longer than that. I'm pretty sure, wasn't it like two years? He talked about it right after Rodeo dropped. He's like, "Oh, Astro World's yeah, my next album," yeah. and then he dropped Birds in 16. So I guess the hype and the anticipation for Astro World to come out was astronomical in a sense. And with Mac coming out that same weekend as well, I kind of leaned into listening to Astro World first because. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get all these Travis joints out immediately, and then when I'm back home by myself, I'm gonna get into the swimming album, and and lo and behold, I ended up loving swimming more so than Astro World. I think Astro World's a good, good bump up, pump up type album for Travis. There's a lot of insightful lyrics in there as well, a lot of crazy production, very Houston inspired, um, but. Mac is just able to create very moving music and it, it, it's yeah. very emotional in the sense of how you think about certain things and how you really digest his musical uh, integrity and his artistry. And from swimming in Afterworld, swimming is arguably Mac Miller's best. If not, he's his best. I think Circles comes pretty close. I think watching movies is also in that conversation as well. Yeah. Um, there's faces. definitely Faces I think as faces, well. Yeah,
1: Faces is also pretty pretty underrated
0: do you think but, uh astral world and swimming are the pinnacle of both of these artists careers at that point in time when they drop personally honestly my
1: favorite travis project is days before the rodeo but i i, I do think that i do think that there's a, a lot to be said for nostalgia in that sense yeah. um but um i think that both of these albums are like it's interesting that they had a sales battle because I found that these albums weren't really comparable in, 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 in any sense when it came to the actual content, other than like these two both being rappers, you know? Yeah. Um, I was more interested to see, um, like what came out of both of the projects. I think we got a really introspective record with swimming versus like a, a trap classic with World. So exactly. Um, I had a hard time deciding like which one I liked better because personally, like there's, they're just not, it's not the on, same music. Yeah, yeah. They
0: exist. It's like comparing Jordan to LeBron. They're not the same player, but people still do it. Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah. I don't like doing that. I feel like that's kind of like disingenuous in a sense where
1: mm. um you're, you're discrediting certain aspects, just whether you like them or not. And yeah. I, well, I don't think that was the case
0: yeah it's our pod not you so, not you oh, oh, oh yeah for sure I, I, I would say just people in general <laughs> i was like what, what, what's your personal like, you, preference you you're getting me on the pod right now um your personal preference if you had to pick swimming over asteroid obviously i'm picking swimming just because i think matt miller is one of my he, he, actually no i it's not that i think he is one of my favorite artists of all time he's in my top three for sure but what about you what, what are some things you take away from both of these and what's your favorite
1: honestly like give it a choice i wouldn't take any i wouldn't lose any of them but i probably gonna <laughs> have to take i, I would take astral world just because i think that the rollout for Astroworld world was Super like cool. when i think <laughs> about that when i think about that like week where World was coming out and then it actually coming out it was like my movie, first dude. listen i remember my first listen because the way that travis always does his releases he doesn't tell you who any of the features are he doesn't like give you any insight as to what anything's gonna sound like beforehand. He did it with birds and then he did it mm-hmm. again with um with World. Astro. And uh, so like going through that album,
0: like, oh snap, you're is right. that Drake?
1: Oh, oh what is that oh, Frank wait. Ocean?
0: You're on you on you're listening to can't say, Oh, is that Akon? Yeah, dude, I was about to say that. I was about to say that. Everyone, yeah, dude, like <laughs> that video is so funny. I, I
1: was just I was just thinking about it. I was like, there's like I that first listen through then you hear like the juice roll little snippet and then yeah. you hear sheck west on that song too and like the way that everyone's just contributing their little part i think yeah, that the collaborative just, effort in
0: it is exactly really cool. and i think yeah. that
1: that's kind of one of the aspects of hip-hop that i've always gravitated towards more mm-hmm. is like the collaboration the the friendships like you know what i mean like everyone, <laughs> everyone like or the the combination of all of the yeah, different yeah. styles and i think Travis is like the new Kanye when it comes to being able to adapt other people's sounds uh, to his and vice versa.
0: Yeah, he's very like, especially recently, like he's been able to kind of go into the pop game a little bit more. He's able to go into, you know, Latino music. I mean, I don't know if you heard that song TKO with Rosalia. I mean, he he Rosalia, I was going to say, can you roll your R's? Because I can't. Rosalia. Thank you, thank you. Thank Dude, I you. love that. Song. But yeah, he's able to really mend his voice and his skills to any genre that he sets his, you know, he sets his mind to at this point in time. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's why Travis has become so big in the past few years, just because I mean, not, not, not saying that he wasn't big before, like after rodeo, like he was, arguably probably one of the most hottest rappers out in 2015 after that dropped and you know throughout Mm -hmm. the last five years he's kind of cultivated his image to being sort of a god in the hip-hop game at this point in time and when i compare both of these albums back and forth um astroworld is the classic trap album that won't be forgotten just because of how it was perceived and how it was rolled out because i remember i remember i was in the car with my, my my friend um, we were going through Afterworld together. We were driving around the night it came out, and we get down towards the end of the album. I think after Houston Fornication, and somewhere I think I can't remember the exact track list in my head right now, but we get down to Can't Say, and it stopped me in my tracks. And I was like, "What is this song?" He's able to still make you stop in your tracks, and Afterworld did that multiple times, like you said, just because yeah, of you I'll hear Juice like World out, it, you hear Ocean. Frank Ocean on it. Like you, you, you. I like paused the song. Well, like listen to Astro, like I paused it to be like, oh my god, Juice World's on this. What play and then just listen to it and just continue to vibe to it. But on the other hand, you have Swimming, which is one of the most introspective, insightful, masterfully written, beautifully produced albums that that came out of 2018, and I still listen to today. I don't think I'm listening to as much Astro World now. But I'm listening to swimming still now. You feel me? I, I feel like it lasts yeah. longer, so that's why I'm choosing. Swimming. I don't know.
1: I, I think that I listen to to Astroworld more now. Uh, I think Skeletons specifically that song stuck a with great me song. Uh, with Pharrell and The Weekend. Oh yeah, I saw something on uh, on Twitter uh, the other day that was like, um, just like moments of reaction during Astroworld, and one of them yeah. was like, "Yo, is that The Weekend?" Yo, is that the weekend again? <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was really cool. I, don't I know. think I, I, I don't I agree. think. I, yeah, I just never will be able to compare these two projects. They, it, it's, doesn't, it's it doesn't hard. make sense to me. You can't compare
0: two projects just because. They oh, I'm just, on I'm, just on, you, I'm just not going off. I'm just going off personal preference. Oh, we're, we're saying. Oh, I, I'm I agree saying with the bottom you. 100%. You. The yeah, yeah. You. <laughs> you can't like like I said, it's comparing Jordan and LeBron. Like LeBron, yeah. he's going to be passing more. He's going to be going inside the paint, and he's going to be using his size to bully people around the court. Jordan, he's a finesse player. He's going to go underneath the basket and he's going to try and get you underneath it's sort of the same way. Travis exactly. is the more, I guess, flamboyant player like Jordan. And Mac Miller is the LeBron. He's the precise, smart. Uh, he's able to use everything around him. Because, you know, Mac's voice, he doesn't have the best singing voice, but he really uses it to his advantage. And it I like it. It's raspy. raspy it sounds great. It's, just, it's like it's very raspy, soulful. Very, it's jazzy. Yeah. yeah I, if I'm going back to swimming, I think I got to think about my top three. Definitely Small World's what's the use 100% that that will always be a vibe for me uh dono jet fuel perfecto those songs really stick with me going off this even conversation part one those songs really hit me to the core and they really stay with me and they have stayed with me over the past few years i mean i still listen to these songs on the regular in my playlist and that's something i'm taking with me at least
1: yeah honestly i think that no matter what your opinion is we can all agree that um,
0: both of these the, albums. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, like August third, August third, twenty eighteen, was a legendary day for hip hop. Regardless of whether you prefer Mac or Travis, um,
0: it's definitely one of the better days hip hop has seen in the past couple of years. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, two crazy well, albums. To kind of take us take us on our on our way out here, uh, we did have a couple of uh, really cool, catchy singles. I feel like that will be riding us out until the end of the summer. Absolutely. Um, from Aesop Ferg uh, with Made in Tokyo and Nicki Minaj and Murda Beats featuring Ty Dolla Sign and Polo G. Definitely cool lineups for all of these songs?
0: I would say so. I mean, I, I'm really liking uh, the Murda Beats because we haven't seen music from him in a minute. And I'm happy that he's on this Ty Dollar Sign Polo G because I didn't think that link was going to work because Ty, Ty Dolla Sign's is really a hit or miss for me. Sometimes he does really well, but sometimes he really underwhelms and it kind of ruins the song because... His voice—I don't know what it is about Ty Dolla Sign, but to me, it's just like corny. It's just he he, he doesn't
1: use. Okay, it's just irritating (laughs) to me because I've. Okay, I'll start with the story and then I'll 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 lead into my point. But when I was at Coachella last year, Murda Beats brought Ty Dolla Sign out. So actually, the last time I saw either
0: of them live was together. So I thought
1: that's why it was really cool that this song came out. It's not like they performed it or anything, but... Oh, like I was going to say, like,
0: I uh, feel like I know where the story's
1: going. No, but but my point being uh, was that um, seeing Ty Dolla Sign live, his vocal range is incredible, and he mm-hmm. really, like, has, like, true command of his voice. And is a way mm-hmm. better singer than I feel like most people give him credit for because he doesn't use it fo- to the fullest on his, on his music. So when he's so performing he sounds, these yeah. songs, he's uh harmonizing with himself and doing these crazy metal that i'm like why didn't you do this on the on like, why don't you the do this on your itself? tracks
0: yeah so i can't speak to that because i haven't seen ty live but yeah that's actually awesome no amazing. seeing so, Ty
1: all sign live i i wasn't a big Ty Dolla sign fan before i saw him
0: live but when you saw him yeah it became yeah i mean i feel like that's how i was with jid like jid i met him at Lollapalooza last summer and it was a really quick meetup and everything. Like, I just kind of said hi and bye, asked him a question. We chatted for a minute or two, and that was it. And I saw his set live, and Earthgang was also there. Take Kobang was on stage with him. Um, seeing the energy that he brought forth and looking at the crowd and seeing what he was able to do on stage really made me a JID fan because of the interaction that I had there. And I feel like for you, for example, you've been to what, over a million concerts? Like actually (laughs) damn near a million. I think you're the perfect example of not being a fan. Actually, were you ever a fan of an artist before seeing them? Or how many artists have you seen that you went to go see live in concert when you were going in, were you a fan of that?
1: I'd say say it's like pretty 50-50 when it comes to that. Because, I mean, like personally, dude, if someone invites me to a concert, I'll go regardless. I mean, I've seen Ariana Grande and Fifth Harmony. I've seen Ariana Grande twice, mind you. What? And I thought you saw her once. No, I saw her during a stadium tour, and I saw her way before she was big, actually. Uh, She performed at my aunt's company, and my aunt
0: had a free ticket, and I was like – what? Man, i'll just go I have nothing was, she still, was she still was she still cat from victorious at that time yeah actually she actually was. Wow. yeah that was kind of just a lucky thing to say <laughs> um but yeah
1: no I think that I think that seeing an artist' live uh, greatly affects my perception of their music yeah. And that's why a lot of these artists who like i really like their music but I haven't seen them live yet I'm mm. like sad that I don't get the opportunity right now to see them live. Yeah, because uh, I would have, so I would have definitely gone to a Dominic Fike tour or like 100%. Uh, Griselda, oh, Griselda yeah. tour. Griselda took Freddie Gibbs record. opener. Don't Dude, mind me, Tyler. I mean, I, Tyler and Freddie Gibbs opening
0: for Griselda. I would, would I would sick, spend. Sick I would spend lavish amounts of money to go see those people live now, especially because I feel like everyone's just like everyone who loves music is just waiting for the point for concerts to happen again yeah like we're totally. sitting here just like waiting just like oh my god when is this going to be over we just because i feel like people who really love music they just want to actually get out there and see their their favorite artists live because it's such a different yeah. experience and oh no hundred yeah. percent. I, I know you know that you've been to, like I said, a million live concerts. But back to these I, tracks. It never, yeah. It never, yeah.
1: it never takes away. Like, I, I could go to like a million more concerts, and honestly, like, it wouldn't take anything away from the people that I've already seen, if that makes sense. I, I, yeah. I, I've, I've mentioned this to you, but. Mm-hmm. I don't take pictures or videos when I go to concerts. Uh, for the most part, I'm taking maybe a picture here or two there, here and there. But in the same way, I, 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 like to I just live have in a the Google moment. Doc. I have a Google Doc. I write the name of everyone that I've ever seen, whoever came out at that concert, whoever opened, and that's just kind of how I keep track. And I, I feel like if you were to look through my Google Doc and ask me about any specific <laughs> artist, I have a story or something to tell you
0: about uh, about it you know what i mean Uh, i i remember the like first week we started talking and just trying to get everything together and i asked you like oh have you seen live and you sent me the google doc i think i was scrolling for five minutes and like (laughs) if you if you timed like five minutes on your like timer on your phone it really was five minutes. You've been the so it's many. A, it's a lengthy. That, it's a lengthy read, <laughs> and that's why, like, I respect you, like <laughs> that much. Just because, like, I wish I could do that. Like, I wish I did that throughout the course of my. Because when I was growing up, like, I I wasn't able to go to a lot of concerts, and now that you know, I went to college and everything, I was able to kind of do whatever I wanted, and I went to more concerts. So I saw Juice WRLD Live before. I mean, that's probably the one thing that'll stay with me forever. Seeing Juice live, and you know, going through all of that and just realizing how dope concerts are i just wish i just wish i could go back in time and start it when i was like 15 16 17 yeah i think it just
1: also comes with the territory because i mean i've grown up in california and i go to i go to school in socal like it's just ample opportunity and yeah uh, like everyone tours either through here or through sf or through la or san diego and it's super accessible right yeah. So I think I was a little bit, I, I was a little bit spoiled in that sense, but I mean, I <laughs> took
0: full advantage of it. So yeah. the I only bad, bad thing, I, no, I mean, I wouldn't either if I were you, <laughs> if I was in Cali, I'd be trying to go see concerts every day, but yeah. you know, being close to like Chicago, like I'm only, like I told you before, I'm only like 20, 25 minutes away from the city. The yeah. ticket prices in these huge venues are so expensive. Yeah, It's just like, Oh, like, cause all right. So me and my brother and uh, my other brother, we actually went to go see Roy Woods a couple years ago. Uh, and those tickets were $150 for just standing. What room.
1: a couple of yeah. years ago, mm-hmm. dude, I swear to God. Think, actually- of,
0: think of, think of Roy Woods in 2017 when he dropped excess, you know what I'm talking about? That like purple yeah, album yeah, with yeah. the tree. Yeah. yeah, I right. remember that. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: probably I want to say late 2018 to early 2019. I was, I used to like every weekend I would scroll on the uh, OC observatory uh, because that's a venue out in in Orange County. Uh, I was scrolling cool. through their web, web web page to see who was performing that week, and I saw Roy Woods. Dude, the concert must have been thirty bucks. Like what? And most of most of the acts that go there, like no one ever goes over sixty bucks. Twenty One oh Savage God. was performing there for thirty bucks. Are you um, serious? I, I saw Big Boy from Outcast there for like fifteen bucks.
0: Oh,
1: um, that's annoying. Uh, dude, I, I'll I can go through my list
0: and see who I've seen how cheap it was, but dude, like, we were at the we were at the Aragon like he sold out this he he sold out this concert and I think Magic Jordan was with there with them, I, I I can't remember I'd have to ask my brother but the tickets were expensive and we were like we're we're just gonna go forget it we'll pay the money we like Roy Woods at the time, and it was actually I think he just dropped I can't remember what that album was called but it had Sonic Boom on it i'm gonna look this up and then we'll end it off here but if you had to give me your top five artists to see live like let's say you had to give or make like a set list Ooh, for your perfect concert that is
1: rough dude that's right honestly best. i I, I, know. I did this tweet i did this t- there was a tweet once where it said pick 20 artists to be
0: uh your um like your your uh yeah. festival lineup I want you and to do I, it, it based so off. I want you to do it based off your live performance experience. My, my experiences. Your okay. your your experiences. No bias, honestly. No bias. Juice, just- World,
1: Juice World had a crazy setup for, um, for Coachella. I think that mm-hmm. he, he he did a really cool thing where he like incorporated this like video game esque narrative um and tied did it into him? his performance
0: and he had did like did you see him after post. death race dropped did you see him like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I it was right it. after
1: death race dropped
0: oh hell yeah that's um, pretty, that was probably a dope concert
1: and then oh oh actually no never mind this was after uh, right after world on drugs dropped so he brought oh. out he brought out future yeah, uh, oh to do find I-
0: china and uh, mask off that's wild he even wait juice world remix and mask off live no, no, no! It was just future. Oh, just future it. did it. I was like, wait, how'd you not take um, a video of that? Who else? So juice, yeah,
1: juice. I, I take juice. Um, I mean, yay! I I'd take Sunday service though. Sunday service. Oh yay. man, you did see him cry. Yeah, that, I saw the Sunday service too. That was ridiculous. And then, um let's see here. Trying not to be like overly mainstream. But I feel no, like just just everyone who's mainstream is. has the best setups, dude. They got <laughs> like, dude. Why would I want to see some bum rapper when I could see Travis on a roller coaster? Exactly. You see him <laughs> raging with
0: fire spewing out of his eyes or something. I think I
1: take the ASAP yeah. Mob too. They brought out a lot of people and they had it was really good energy. Last um, one. That dude. This is a great list so far. Yeah. Let me think. You know who was really good live? And honestly, like, kind of took me by surprise,
0: dude. Hit me, DMX, bro. I bet you he's so good live, he's, dude, he's just Okay, full of okay. He, he took
1: me. He took me by surprise only because I was like, not knowing. I I didn't know he was going to be there. He was a surprise guest. He actually came oh. out on uh, the same the same set that Murder Beats brought out Ty Dolla time. He also brought out DMX,
0: bro. Okay, so that was just a loaded set. That was a loaded yeah. set, dude. That's crazy. He was like, I
1: got some special guests. Everyone's like, "Oh, he's probably gonna bring out like, like Travis or something, dude. Brings out DMX <laughs> of all like, people, dude. Blood, X do give it to you."
0: And then DMX gave the sermon at the Kanye Sunday service later that day or the next dude, day. Dude, that's so cool. I, dude, my my dream is to actually go to Coachella, like just once, just one time. Let's do I've it. I've been to Lala. I've been to Lala so many times. Yeah, I'm coming to live with you. 20, for that
1: 2022.
0: twenty twenty two. Let's go. Coachella. 2020. twenty. O T T Coachella. OTT All right. like a- final
1: topic i i do want to touch on this just before we log off let's but get it the, the the ferg and tokyo who oh, i've also seen ferg and tokyo live separately but um they don't make your top have, five Though i haven't seen i haven't seen Mickey. <laughs> dude tokyo uh. i've seen live like four times dude i see him like he's cool he's, he's, he's at every festival and then i the first time i saw him was in san francisco and he brought out i am soup
0: hot take i think i uh, oh my god Hot take, excuse me. I think Made in Tokyo is one of the most undermined rappers in the game right now. I feel like you mean like underrated, undermined, mean undermined, undermined. Like not a lot of credit, underrated. Then say it's the same word. Like you know, I would kinda say just un- under undermined is like, like underappreciated, if yeah. you will there we go underappreciated that's 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 the word terminology he he is able to create such crazy melodies just off the term of going ooh ooh, and i think it's It's not even yeah it's like cadences it's it's all it's all i mean his flow switch-ups are crazy on this and then he leads it off with that hook, especially in this song with Nikki and Ferg, and then Ferg really hits the beat hard. And I haven't heard any Ferg music in a minute. So when I went in to listen to this track, I was really excited just because I wanted to hear what Ferg had to, had to, you know, what sauce he's going to drizzle on yeah. this, if you will. And, him and, uh, him and Tokyo actually have a tape in the works. Yeah. I'm happy because they, Tokyo with Great the hooks chemistry. and Ferg with the verses. That's, that's a power move. If I don't, they have don't a, feel like that. they
1: already have a song together. Um, i can't remember what it's called right now it's named after a simpsons character though oh ned flanders dude yeah ned
0: flanders flanders yeah okay okay that's a good um, ass song too speaking of a good ass song do we consider move ya hips a good song just because nikki is just uh, dude i, I okay don't know about i don't like one. the nikki verse wanna...
1: until she starts doing the back and forth with ferg and then the, yeah, that, that, the that part is good. really good i'm not good okay like I'll be honest, dude. I'm not a huge Nikki fan, but Same. what I won't what I won't do is just not Slander. like an artist because I don't like the person. you know what yeah. I mean? um what I will say is that Nikki's verse is kind of booty until Fred comes <laughs> on and helps her out. But I mean, regardless, enjoyable listen through and through, I, I don't think that her verse takes that much away that I'm like turned off by the song. But, exactly.
0: um I think it could have done without it.
1: Yeah, well, I understand I where so, they're too. coming from. They're
0: trying to get a. It's a, it's a little. We're trying bit to put a, It's just a little. It's a little banger tape to put out there. Personally, I think from the two singles that we mentioned between the Murder Beats single and the ASAP Ferg and Tokyo and Make, Nicki Minaj, I th- I think Ty Dolla and Polo G really perform on that track much better than this or than yeah. Ferg and it made in Tokyo. But I do appreciate both tracks. I think the Murder Beats song is more refined in how the direction of the song really was going to go uh, obviously they're both just made for you know bangers to play at your house or at a party or in your car uh, not so much you know in-depth analysis for it um, but just enjoy these two tracks you guys we just wanted to let you know yeah. that they're out and about thought um, we'd end it
1: off in a little bit of a, of a relaxed casual note relaxed some, casual singles cause... you know singles you for did your have... personal enjoyment
0: Absolutely. And we hope you guys bump those singles along with our podcast this week. So please be sure to follow us on IG. Our IG is new. And we're reposting a lot on there lately. So please be sure to follow us at OffXDXTop. And please be sure to follow us on Twitter at that same handle and listen to us on the Spotify and SoundCloud at Off the Top Podcast. It's going to do it for us this time, you guys. We really appreciate the listens that we're getting, all the interaction that we've gotten on IG and Twitter. OTT Gang, we're out. We'll see you next week. I can't run my list press. I don't settle for less. I'm a slap box of burden. Then turn down the nest. I'm a champion. Try and put me to the test. I'm up all day and night. And I don't need no rest. Keep making this music because my music slap. Give me some money. Y'all want to pay back. No ADHD, but I can't stay on track. 24 7, all I do all the ladies want me because I look like a snack. Send me a nude, I will not send one back. I'm a flirt, baby.